This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Welcome to Financial Detox. This is Jason Labram. I'm your host, and we are excited to be bringing you a great show. As normal, we have Alex Klingensmith in studio. What's up, Alex Klingensmith? Not too much. Not too much. How are you doing today, Jason? Well, we're just working out the allergy season, the surfing <laughs> nasal cavity. I might sound a little different than normal, yes. Ah, you sound fine. But we have a special <laughs> guest in the studio today with us, too, and his nasal cavity sounds great, and that is Scott Palka, and Scott Palka is from pro back office. And Scott is a Jedi master of helping business owners uh, organize their accounting, their cash flow analysis, their books and planning for business, which is amazing. Scott, welcome to the show. First of all. Thank you, Jason. Good to be here. Yeah. It's good to see you again. You too. Yeah, it's fun to have you because this is an exciting show. So from an audio perspective, if you're listening on KCBQ, The Answer, or if you catch us on a podcast, we're actually recording this show with a video as well. Now we finally have our producer in studio, Michael, who is going to help us create these into videos as well. So it's going to be super fun. We are just a little bit inside of the six-foot recommended area, but uh, we're going to go. <laughs> we all signed the waiver. We signed the waiver, right, waiver. exactly. <laughs> so, um, Scott, we're, we're excited to have you. Financial Detox, our show is just about helping people make better financial decisions, and there's no better place to exemplify that as it transitions to a business owner in conversation. Before the show, we were talking about financial planning and how if investors don't have a financial plan for how you're going to invest and why you're going to invest and have projections of what those investments are expected to do and the potential volatility of those investments, then it's really difficult to be successful as an investor. But I bet it's even more severe contrast when you talk about business owners and the lack of planning that business owners do. I was guilty as I started running my own business. Just tell us what you do and how, and you're, you have a model and a whole program that you wrote up some notes that are just awesome. So we want to hear hear from you as to how we can help business owners financially detoxify themselves and make better decisions as business owners. Well, one of the things I find, especially in smaller businesses being like the 50 million and under, is that they really don't have a robust planning scenario. Um, If they have a budget process, they maybe roll it out once a year, they get the budget done by March, it's already three months into the year, and it's, it's really not much of a plan. And for most of these owners, their most significant asset is generally not their investments, it's the value of their business. And so what we tell them is, the better you run your business and the better you have a plan, the easier it is to sell your business because you've got a plan, you've got it under control, and you're gonna get an enhanced multiple that can add millions of dollars to the valuation of that business in the long run. What we're finding in the short run with the coronavirus is people have become fixated with, how do I get my PPP forgiven? Mm. And I'm telling them, you know, plus or minus getting your PPP forgiven, that's not what's going to get you into 2021. And so we, we've gone on a full court press to say, you know, you need to have a very simple projection tool. You can't just have one estimate. You need to have a range of estimates because if you guess at one number, it's a little like roulette. If you guess on 23, maybe you get that right once in 36 times. Right. If you guess on red, 
your odds go up to almost 50%. So we say, let's get a range, let's try to tighten the range down, and then let's figure out what do we actually have to see to make sure that this business is going to be viable going forward because you don't want to run out of money and then figure out, hey, this isn't working. You want to figure it out when you still have money so you can make adjustments so that you can get to the other side of the recovery. Un- un- unreal. How how awesome is that correlation, Alex, to it financial planning? To I mean, it's just <clears throat> exactly the same scenario in a different bucket, right? That's right. That's right. We talk a lot about our process and when we call it the client experience, right? And we're not able to give anybody an investment recommendation, just like you're not able to give anybody a, a financial recommendation until we know their entire financial plan. And that that's what you come back to, especially in times of crisis, right? Which is what you're talking about with the, the, BP, the PPP loan is there was a crisis that hit, the government intervened, every business owner be, had to become an expert overnight, right? Yeah, and you guys probably. helped almost immediately. You were sharing with me before the, the show started, right? Yeah, I think we we facilitated maybe 250 loan applications, and then we put out some webinars on how we thought PPP forgiveness was going to work in the early phase. And obviously, the rules just changed last week, and the forms are still changing. And we we actually were able to predict some of the changes because we said some of these rules are obviously being written in a hurry. Yeah. Um, There's 4.5 million loans out there, and there's 4.5 million interpretations of the rules, which obviously is is a major problem. And it's pretty clear some of the people that wrote the laws are not business people. Because the idea that you would have to pay and incur expenses in a 56-day period would have meant every company in the world would have had to run an off-cycle payroll to exactly to line it up with the period. So, th- <laughs> so we familiar. told people, yeah. <laughs> so we told people, well, be ready to do that, but be ready not to do it. Because I said, if the, if there's going to be one change, it's going to be that change because that's crazy, unrealistic. In fact, I mean, I think every business owner I've talked to was figuring out how to run an off-cycle payroll. Yeah. Uh, including us, because right. you had to do that to meet the... To follow objectives. one of the many rules, right? Uh, un- un- yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, w- here we are talking about just bu- what we want to do is really kind of get a one-two punch for business owners here as to how they can get help and how they can, you know, uh, maybe they don't have their own CFO, right? And so they hire companies like yours to help them and be that outsourced CFO to create this modeling and create this. But uh, one of the takeaways, we like to make sure our listeners always have something they can take away. And you were talking about this modeling program through some Excel spreadsheets that you have that's quite simple to use, and you even have webinars on how people can use it. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So we are going to give that to everybody on our show today. If you check out the show notes, you go to financialdetox.com. There'll be show notes, and in those show notes will be a link to those Excel spreadsheets and those programs, mini programs or workbooks that you can then have the link to the webinar, too, to teach you how to use it. We'll also link in uh, ProBack Office and your website so that people can go ahead and call you if they want help but that's financialdetox.com and if you want to just uh, do it uh, the old fashioned way which we like to do a lot of times too is just a phone call give us a call at 877-707-8889 so we got about a minute before we have to go into just a short break but what is the tell us about that program and what it's going to do because I'm a business owner I'm really interested in it right and we we're cash flowing and modeling but really I think we're doing like a one scenario type of thing so I think I'm already making a mistake that you're talking about well, so this model that, that, that's on the on the website is basically it's a monthly projection model, and it's designed to show your free cash flow generation, and is based off of a simple break-even model from like your microeconomics uh, econ 101 class, and so it's not designed to replace that 13-week cash flow that that's a tool that, that I know that you're using, mm-hmm. and the 13-week cash flow is absolutely pivotal to managing short-term liquidity. This model makes some assumptions that everything is more or less settled up in cash. It eliminates your non-cash costs, and then it subtracts some 
costs that don't go through your P&L, like tax distributions and especially loan loan repayments, mm-hmm. to say, hey, if I do this, this, and this, and this happens and my variable costs are in line, this is a, the free cash flow I can expect to be generating in this month, and then you can make assumptions for future months so you can put together a projection horizon for as, as long as you like. Usually, I think a year is probably plenty. Yeah. And then uh, it's got to be easy to fix, easy to adjust, and uh, easy to tune up. It's 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 the biggest, as Scott said, I think this can be the biggest asset for so many of our listeners, too, because we have so many business owner clients and so many listeners that are business owners. And your business is your biggest asset, not the portfolio that you're managing. Maybe that's important, too. Hopefully it is, and we can help you with that. But this is this is a big deal. you got to pay attention. Stay with us. We're going to bring back some more information and takeaways so you can financially detoxify your business. This is Financial Detox. I'm Jason Lamer, your host. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host. We're having a good chat here today for business owners. If you're a business owner or you're a CFO or you're working at an organization and have anything to do with the operations and the management, this is something for you. This is going to be a takeaway show where you can make a difference because as we always talk about as the Financial Detox team and intelligence-driven advisors, when it comes to financial planning and it comes to personal investing and saving for your future and retiring, you really have to put together a plan. And so many people don't. I would say... Um, Probably 85 to 90% of our clients have a financial advisor already when they come to us. And even their financial advisor didn't help them have a, they don't have a plan. They just made investments based upon what they were thinking or feeling at that particular day. And that is a way to absolutely ensure you are going to be full of financial toxicity. The plan is not going to work um, because you don't have one. And, and like, you'll panic Greg, when stuff like this happens. Like when, when, exactly. a vi- when a pandemic hits, you will not have no idea why you're invested the way you are and know what to do now. Man, that's a great point, Alex. You made me just think about when clients, our clients who had the toughest time through this 30% quickest, steepest bear market we've had in basically history and the quickest, steepest or quickest recovery. But the ones who suffered the most were the ones who gave the least attention to their financial plan. Yeah. They're the ones who we, we had a hard time engaging in the planning process. And those are the ones who did the worst when it comes to their investment performance in almost every they were, scenario. They were the ones that paid the most attention to their plan, though, when we had those tough conversations right. in March and April. And it's the same thing you were talking about, Scott. It's those business owners that we admittedly were like years ago starting out. And those are the business owners who were like, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it at the end of the year. The government's going to maybe give me some money. How do I do that immediately? But you're pointing out that it's not so much about just the short-term liquidity. You've got to think into the next year and the years past if you really want to survive whatever's to come with this thing, right? Well, well absolutely. And, and with the social distancing effects on capacity and cost and potential deal flow just in general. So your customers may not come back as fast. You may not be able to serve as many customers, at least for a while, especially yep. if you're in a, any kind of an entertainment industry. You, you've got to sort of figure out, says, hey, what's my new cash break even point look like and can I get there? Yeah. Um, you know, some of the some of the mistakes I, I see business owners make is they, they some business owners think they can raise prices and their and their output will will not change. And which I say, then you should have raised prices. Yes, you should have already done that. Yeah. Um, so I said, that's <laughs> probably not realistic. And then there's other business owners. They'll say, I'm going to lower my price, but I'm going to make up on volume. But they assume that their margin is going to be the same. And it's like, well, the cost of your product didn't change just because you can give it away, but it still costs what it costs. Right. And so they make those assumptions and they get some they, they have some really flawed answers analytics and they think they're going to be knocking it out of the park when realistically if they sat down with like my tool and just plugged in the numbers they would probably draw a much different
different conclusion. And you're saying that, and Alex, you were going to ask Scott, but this tool is something that I don't even need to hire you to use. This tool that's going to be available th- free through this show uh, on our show notes at financialdetox.com is something you can use yourself as a business owner, as a non-accountant, non-CPA, non, I, you're saying I can go in and use this tool myself? I think a lot of people will be able to use it themselves immediately, yep. um, especially if they've taken some, some classes in economics right. and, and, and finance that would help. But it's designed to be that even after maybe one hour, people get the hang of it, especially right. for businesses that are reasonably simple in terms of like you know one or two locations, you know one or two product lines. Right. Because at, at the end of the day, the tool doesn't do you any good if you always have to send it out to a professional. So it's not quite as sophisticated as TurboTax where, yeah, you can make it work, but you don't know if it's right. But it's it's designed to be something that, that is end-user friendly, and we want the business leaders to be able to use it to, to, to basically set the high-level targets. It doesn't replace that 13-week cash flow, like we said, and it also doesn't right. replace a detailed annual budget that hopefully you're updating on a quarterly basis, and that's probably something that business owners would want to delegate off to their financial people. Would you would you define the tool then as a shorter term thirteen uh, week cash flow or wh- how does it differ? Well, the thirteen week cash flow is usually just it stacks up your 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 weekly expected income and output in terms of just spending money. This tool is more or less designed to say what are my costs in a month going to be, whether or not they're in cash, mm-hmm. are they variable or are they fixed? Mm-hmm. And then we take the variable costs against the revenue to calculate a contribution margin, and we basically divide the fixed costs, which include your loan repayments, by that contribution margin, and that defines the break-even point at which your free cash flow would be exactly zero. Okay. Analytically. And then you can start to say, what if? What if if I increase? What if I decrease? What if I tweak this cost? What if I tweak that cost? What if coronavirus uh, measures cause me to have to spend an extra 5% in variable costs because uh, I've got to buy a lot of wipes and sanitizers and all that? This, that, it's designed to give you the high-level quick answers to that. And it, uh, like most projections, it's wrong. It's supposed to be close. It's supposed to be directional. It's supposed sure, to give you right. an idea of, hey, this is going to work for me or this isn't going to work. I need to rethink. Things. The what if is, is huge. That's that's our, I mean, I mean, our whole financial planning process is really predicated upon that as well at the individual level. We have so many clients. I think over half of our clients are small business owners. And so we end up having to do kind of a combination of here's your personal financial plan. And then we have to marry it with their business because their business is, like you said, it's typically most of their net worth and most of their income or all of their income. Right. Um, um, and so then you, when you marry those two together, what your tool sounds very complimentary because our what if scenarios through Monte Carlo are changing all these variables. What if I retire earlier? What if I spend less? What if I save more? What if I invest more aggressively or less aggressively? The whole point of that really is to take the least amount of risk to accomplish the end objectives, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the, and the other thing I tell the business owners, especially as they use the tools and, and, and some of the economy reports. I said, if, if, you, if you're looking at the third decimal place, you need to take a left turn and bump into the comma because you want to be looking at the big picture first. Yeah. Look at the big picture, and then if you need to drill down, you probably don't want to be drilling down. Have your accounting people drill down for you and bring you the answers because you want to be state focused on the, hey, I need to generate 800 units of demand this month for me to hit my, for me to be able to make my loan repayments. And, and you want to know that, and you want to have confidence that says, okay, I believe I can hit 800 units. Or you have confidence to say, there's no way I'm going to need 800 units. Then it's time to have a talk with somebody, maybe the bank or whoever the payment's to, and say, look, here's my plan. I'm going to need some, I'm going to need some deferment. 
And I, I did that with a client in Arizona. We basically went in and said, look, here's our demand forecast. We're not going to have any work for the entire rest of the year because the entertainment industry is going to be shut down. So we think it's going to come back strong in 2021. We asked for a 12-month deferral and tack it onto the back end as a balloon payment in 2025 and said, you know, when we get to there, we can restructure it and we'll worry about 2025 when it gets here. Right now, I need to get to January 1st, 2021. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I what a what a real life example of what people are dealing with and business owners are dealing with. I, I just think that it's it's hard as a business owner because you are wearing so many hats most of the time that you have to know where to go and know where to get this information. I mean, so having I think this tool built into our financial planning tool, have it available to our listeners is awesome. Got to get this done if you're running a business. If you're not if you're not planning and in your investment life, if you're not planning, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to end up somewhere you didn't want to go. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram. We're having a chat here with Scott Palka from Proback Office. And Scott, uh, this is fun. Um, Alex and I are so in tune to what you're saying because this is what we're dealing with as business owners every day is um, how to manage cash flow, how to manage cash flow forecast, markets go down, our revenue changes, all these kind of things. But we deal with it too every single day with our clients in managing their personal financial lives, right? A business owner has a, a business financial statement. Uh, an individual, we all have personal financial statements. We all have cash flow modeling and forecasting. This is what we do mm-hmm. for clients in the financial planning process all every single day and it's it's fun so it's really fun to now see a professional who does it for businesses pretty much only come in and start talking about it the similarities and the cross-pollinization is 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 awesome you were talking about an example scott before i think we even started the show when you first came in today and it was about a restaurant and there's so many restaurants in san diego which i think this is really key to business owners and particularly restaurants who have just been absolutely clobbered with this whole um unnecessary shutdown but um tell us that model what you did that was really cool that story was awesome well the first the first thing i told the business owners is that we can have a financial plan but it's got to be harmonized with operational realities of your business and what you can and can't do and so we pulled out their floor plan and we basically drew the social distancing circles and moved the tables and we used some cad programs and basically concluded we could probably effectively use about 40 percent of the space and meet and meet the guidelines so owner says to me there is no way that I can survive at 40% space utilization. It just is not gonna happen. So, you know, we brainstormed and we decided to try something and we, and we, we, we modeled this and said, well, what if we use a quasi walk-up where the customers stand in line outside, mm-hmm. they come in, they order at the register, they pay at the register, they pick up their drinks at the register, and then they go and the food order is in because we estimated that that would cut the average turn time from 45 minutes for a table to about 30 minutes to a table because you're cutting off all that time where you sit down for five minutes, nothing happens. The waitress comes over, kind of get you a drink. She comes back, it's five minutes. You have the drink, it's five minutes, and then you order. So that's that's where we, that's how we came up with our estimate. Not very scientific, but everybody said, well, it seems perfectly reasonable. So we did that. That actually increased his capacity utilization to more about 65%. And he said, you know, it's 65%. I think I can tread water until we can get to the larger scale reopening. Right. And so the big question to, is going to be, and the you know it, it's early, but will the customers like that? 
because it's a different experience. Then it's not a sit down and it's not a walk up. It's kind of a hybrid. And also the optic of the line waiting for the register, because if the people are six feet apart, lines that used to be four feet long are now 24 <laughs> feet long. Yeah. So, you know, if you sort of think of like a line, the line the line could be a mile long, but it's really yeah, it's six a feet Costco long. Costco line. Yeah, Remember the Costco, Costco lines yeah, that Costco were line. like a mile yeah. long, literally? Yeah, but it really wasn't that long. So yeah. so that, that that's kind of the, the way we use some of these tools. And we, we really try to say it's got to be calibrated with the operational reality of your business. It doesn't do me any good to do a plan that says, oh, we're going to sell 900 units when you've only got a production capacity to generate 600. Have you guys been to restaurants lately since the reopening? Yes. Which a ones couple. have you gone to? I went to Trattoria E Truly in Encinitas. It was fantastic. How about you, Scott? Uh, Vine and Tap San Marcos. Nice. nice. And a uh, very nice local restaurant. Um, and uh, That's a great spot. Yeah, I love same experience. Yeah. We went to Chandler's last night. And oh, then, how and was then it? Last weekend, we went to uh, Le Papagayo, or two weekends ago, oh, yeah. Le Papagayo. Oh, it was, great place. So I was just thinking, like, what has it been like for us? Because we're people. We go out right. to eat. Like, sure. we, we're tired of cooking every single meal. And right. Every single meal. <laughs> Enough. The optics, Dishes. <laughs> the optics thing, it's interesting how your perspective changes when you, your reality has changed for three months. Habits have changed. And I don't mind going and having some weird experience because I just want something different right you want to get out of the house and go yeah but you know this i think this this thing that you're on to is is kind of a trend that's taking place in restaurants isn't it like um the what's the shake not shake shack uh the restaurant crack down, shack uh, crack. crack shack yeah, you, where you walk up and order at the and great you get chicken drink. yeah the whole oh concept makes so much more sense from a restaurant perspective anyway because right. you can move people through so much faster go go order your food order your drinks at the counter walk sit down here comes your food and you're eating your blast right yeah. it's just a great restaurant yeah. concept in general. Well, it's interesting because it decreases the cycle time for the restaurant. Yes. But it probably increases the cycle time for the customer because the customer is standing in line longer. Yeah. Um, assuming using, there's a line, right? Assuming there's a line, but yeah. then they're also not using your capacity. So so when you sort of look at it, 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 it it's an interesting mix of, of the concept. It's kind of like a Rubio's if you think about it, right? You go up, you order, you get your yeah. drink, and you sit down. The whole concept actually makes some sense. There's clearly things that business owners can and need to do. It ties directly to what individuals can and need to do from their personal financial planning if your portfolio has moved up or down or changed in value, which it certainly has. And now we run a program called Aladdin where we can stress test based on a, a roughly about 450 different artificial intelligence items, everything from what if the second wave is bad? What if Trump loses the election? What if Trump wins the election? What if, what if, what if, what if? And we can stress test your portfolios. And it sounds like Scott and his team at ProBack Office can help you do that. We're going to help you do that by bringing this tool and this Excel spreadsheet, which you said you got a webinar for people can go in, watch the webinar, know how to use it. If they need help, maybe they, they get an hour's training or so, but as a business owner, you can start to put some data in here and truly understand what it looks like, you know, three weeks, six weeks, 12, you know, sorry, Alex, but what does it look like going out um, over the next little bit? Because if you're not planning, this thing could double dip. We could have a, a second wave. All these things could truly end your business if you're not paying attention. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is I think it, it lets you sleep at night. Right. Because you can say, okay, Total. as long as I'm above this line, I'm going to be fine. If I start to go below here and I need a circuit breaker, I need some plans, I need yeah. to have a management structure that can take action immediately. You know, we just need to plan that the next normal is the era of continuous change. And yeah. agile businesses will not only survive, they're going to be able to thrive. I believe that too. And that's the yeah. optimism and hope that we've been trying to spread because yes. there's so much negativity and things to get stuck in rabbit holes and go off on tangents about and conspiracy theories and whatever else. But what you just said, Scott, gives me a lot of confidence in the future. 
It does. It's taking control, right, Alex? We can control, spend your time and energy controlling the things you can control, and you will be successful. You have to maybe make some pivots and some changes, but you can make it work. Scott, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks. Thanks, Super fun. First time going live with the cameras rolling and everything. You walked in and just nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Great great to have you. So check us out, financialdetox.com. We'll have all the notes. We'll have the website, and we'll have a place where you can go in and uh, check out this tool that we've been talking about. Thank you so much for checking Checking us out at financialdetox.com every single week. We are here. And 877-707-8889 is how you can get a hold of us or just go to financialdetox.com. Thanks so much. I'm Jason, and we'll catch you next week. To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statement statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.